Welcome, queens. Hello, queenies. Welcome back to the Unpolished Mystics. I am Missy and this is Millie. We're so happy to be here with you. Wait, did I just say our names wrong or did I get that right? I am Missy and this is Mi- I think you said it right, didn't you? <laughs> I don't know why. I, thought I don't know. I- we're going we're gonna to listen to it on the replay and be like, is that right or wrong? Who knows? I thought I called myself Millie and you, Missy, but no, we got it right, guys. If you're new here, <laughs> welcome. This is the chaotic energy that we bring to this podcast. Chaotic. <laughs> you know what I've got back into this week? Funk. Oh, uh, what was it? Fuck. I love that. I'm getting back into the word funky. So everything's Ooh, a bit funky. Funky, funky queen. Funky, funky fresh. I'm here for the mm-hmm. word fab at the moment. Like everything's fab. Like, yep, that's fab. Yes. Yep, fab. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's a vibe. Fab. Let's put up a poll on Instagram. What's your word of the mm. moment? This should be a thing. Yeah. Let's have a word of the week. What's our word of the week? Yeah. Mine's always vibe. Everything's vibe. People make fun oh. of me. I'm like, vibe. Vibe I or clean. Like I also, we say that constantly. Guys, Millie and I voice yeah. note each other probably more than is advised. <laughs> yeah. Like 20 times a day. It's unwell. It's insane. Like it's but literally insane. I know. But we're so happy Just- to be back. Just ignore my air presser just for a second. Just going off. Everyone ignore oh, that. Oh, good. Can't hear it. Mm. Um, but guys, we're pumped to be back. Apologies for the delay. The editing situation has been a, th- a thing. It's been an ordeal, but we're back. We're here. We're pumped. We love you. We didn't disappear. No. Nah. We are here with you and we're so excited for this week's episode. But let's do, Millie, let's do a fucking life update because so much has happened <gasps> yes. in the past four weeks. Oh, my God, guys. My life, mayhem. But <laughs> um, just a little quick update because we're just going to go full raw in this potty because no one really knows. Like my Always. life in Cairns, no one really knows much about my podcast life. So we're just going to hope it stays like that. But, guys, my life's been manic as fuck, but I met a boy. I've been she dating, did. which we're going to talk about in this episode. It's going to be all about the fucking life of getting back on the horse and dating. That's been an interesting, interesting vibe. I am still at home. I've been to the beach this morning. Life's pretty good. It's been pretty chill. Moving through lots. I've been going through a lot with like Instagram and being online and the, ho- the whole Rona sitch and just not really vibing Bit of burnout. Bit of burnout, like a little bit of burnout. So we're just taking a step back. But I mean, I'm going out tonight for a few dress, um, for a few dresses, for a few drinks. I've got a sexy AF dress that I'm wearing. So like just fucking watch out, cans. Because this bitch is she on the fucking loose. How good is it when you have that outfit that you just feel like hot as fuck in? Like everyone's got it. We've all got like that outfit. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's fucking hot, guys. It is a it's a it's a fucking banger of a dress. You'll have to send us a little picky and we'll yeah. put it up. I'm, I'll pop it on the stories tonight. I'm ready. Love it. Fucking ready for it. But how about you? Tell us about your week. Oh, gosh. I don't even know what's been happening in my life. <laughs> Just like, what have I been doing? Got my hair done this week, guys. Feeling fresh. Feel like a new woman. I've also been on a few dates. See, I've got to be careful with what I say because I blast the fact that I have a podcast so mm. I've, that has kind of bitten me in the ass with stuff that I want to talk about on here because I don't know who's going to be listening <laughs> um, 
but you know, just been on a couple of dates, had had some fuck boys, but we dismissed them. Oh, we got rid of them. Worth, we stand in our worth. Mm-hmm. We recognize the red flags now and we fuck them off early. Yeah. In the nicest possible way. We send them on with love and healing and all the things, but you guys know yeah. what I mean. Um, but yeah, I had a great date yesterday, which I was excited for. I was telling Mills. So yes. that's good. Work's been fab. I actually I want to say one thing. I'm so fucking grateful for the community that I have on Instagram and all of the women slash men that are in my courses. Like I've been having, like, Oh my God, getting emotional random, but I've, I've just had such fucking gratitude these past few weeks. Like I, I don't know. I just feel like this beautiful sense of community, which has just been really amazing. So that's, that's a big life update for me. Like I'm just bathing in gratitude right now for what I do. And you're a fucking queen at what you do. If you haven't worked with Missy, guys, get fucking on it. Thanks, dolls. It's fucking vibe. We'll leave the info in the show notes, guys. Shameless we'll leave the info in the show notes. But honestly, like, yeah, vibe. Vibe, vibe, vibe. What do you have going at the moment anyway? Um, we've got a Mystics Way out at the moment, which is basically <gasps> like an intro into spirituality. But I have something. When this, when this episode drops, I would have announced that Soul Shadow and mystic shadow are back out again which millie yes this is how we met let's touch on this right so when i what was it probably actually you know what probably nearly a year ago now maybe like three months time i knew missy um she had been on my podcast i had had my own podcast and i wanted to do coaching and i you know anyways she talking about mystics what did i do shadow no i did shadow mystic shadow i did the one-on-one version though Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I signed up to that. That was the most I've ever invested in myself. And it was like super nerve wracking, but holy fuck, like that, it changed my world. It literally changed my life. Not only the content, but um, at the time I was someone who really struggled to like put myself out there and like, you know, show up sexually confident. And I went from being someone who like was really nervous in sexual experiences to just like, Owning your divine feminine energy. 100. So guys, if you're like, if you listen to this and anything resonates, like don't miss out on that. Thanks, babe. What a fucking testimonial. Yeah, but that's that's literally the truth. That's not even because I love you. Guys, shadow work is like a game changer, which we'll do an episode on shadow work. Mm. Like what a great segue into a potty episode that we, an an idea that we have. Like we'll do one on shadow work, but honestly, it is probably the most beneficial practice and work that you can mm. do within yourself is to like look at your shadow to process that know mm-hmm. how to alchemize it and mm-hmm. recognizing that we aren't love and light all of the time that is our yeah. innate essence but yeah. we do move through shadow in this lifetime that's why we're here but knowing how to recognize that and alchemize mm-hmm. it is a whole nother thing so if you're interested Mystic yeah. shadow out now. And, and something that I will um, touch on is that shadow work. And this is me a year ago. I thought I knew what I was doing around my shadow work, but until you, until you have someone guide you through mm. the depths of the shadow, that's when it really fucking starts to move something. That's when that shift really fucking starts to happen because I could have kept doing my shadow work and I would have got there myself at 100% because we hold all the tools. But definitely having this support and having someone, you know, open your eyes even wider, just that that is the power. Like that That is the fucking power. So guys, Missy will leave her links in the 
um, show notes to it all. But yeah, don't fucking miss out. Powerful course, powerful, powerful, powerful course. Thanks, Queen. And yeah, I'll leave yeah. everything down below. But I love that you uh, brought up awakening your divine feminine energy because that's exactly when, what we wanted to talk about in this episode is like masculine yes. energies in dating because I think it's so important. And mm-hmm. guys, this is what we wanted to touch on in the podcast as a whole, right? Like mm-hmm. we want to have real life things, but we are spiritual human beings, right? We are gals who love some self-work. We love working with spirit. We love the mysticism. We love all of that stuff that goes along with our lives. And so we wanted to have that balance. And so what a beautiful way to chat about that balance and to talk about the masculine feminine energies. Fuck yeah. So let's start. So we're going to kind of, obviously we've mentioned this numerous times, me and Missy are in an awesome time of dating and like experiencing So I think when we like go back to the feminine and masculine, starting from like my own self in relationships, I've sat very strongly in my masculine for many, many, many fucking years. Mm -hmm. And that obviously comes down to, you know, in a child, my mom was super masculine. She still is. And for me, I, it is, it has been the most profound painful and challenging experience to shift from my masculine into my divine feminine while dating. Mm. And I want to touch on something like if you guys are totally new to masculine feminine energy concept, they are gender neutral. Everybody has masculine feminine energies. Mm -hmm. Traditionally, females, those who identify as female will often have a stronger feminine energy within them but that's not a rule so (laughs) knowing that everybody has them I always say that the masculine cradles the feminine yeah and they'll they'll come out and they'll turn and intertwine in different areas of life so traditionally the masculine is about like taking charge taking action Mm -hmm. um you know holding that I guess like routine is what I would say. And that's the divine masculine, right? Because there's divine and toxic traits within both. Yes. Yeah, 100%. And then your divine feminine is this beautiful nurturing energy, but not to be mistaken, the divine feminine is also quite fiery. She's got a lot mm-hmm. of passion within within it, right? It's this passionate energy. It's this nurturing energy. It's this this feeling in flow energy. Mm -hmm. So like I think meditation, dancing, self-pleasure, like all of these things are associated with the divine feminine. But like Mm -hmm. we said, everybody has both of them in there. Mm -hmm. But traditionally when we look at it and I'm, you know, very conscious with the way that we're wording this. Yeah. That masculine wants to cradle that feminine. So in a traditional, um, cisgendered relationship with a man and a woman like that that man will typically have more of that masculine energy that will be there to cradle that feminine energy doesn't mean that women can't take control and take action etc but that's kind of what we're going to touch on in this episode but I just I feel like it's important to have that that note at the beginning there so we love that we love Missy coming through with the facts I can ramble Missy comes through with the mystic facts (laughs) <laughs> like she comes through with like the hold on bitch, rain it back. Let's get the description down and then we can then we can dive in. Then we can dive into it. <laughs> so 100 percent So, 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 so true. All of that. And I think, I don't know about you, Missy, but I found for so long until we until you're educated, until we till you know something, you don't know it. 
100%. So I never really understood what masculine, feminine, all, all of it was until I knew about it. So how I showed up was just how I showed up. Mm-hmm. How I behaved, how I did was just what I was. And when I started to learn and do my shadow work and dive into all the things and start, when I started to ask myself, like, what are you, what are you craving? Yeah, It didn't match up because I was craving a masculine to hold space for me to, you know, make me feel safe, protected, all the things the masculine so beautifully does. But then I was doing that for others. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't be expecting if that, if I'm, if I'm doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Because no matter what relationship you're in heterosexual, no matter, doesn't matter. There's polarity Mm -hmm. always. And for me, I was like, there is no, there is no polarity in this. If I'm in my masculine wanting to, you know, call in masculine, I was like, it wasn't working. So that for me, that was a massive start of like, okay, how am I showing up? Cause you know, referring all, we always refer back to ourselves and, you know, reflection on our own behavior. That was a huge thing for me. Yeah. And I think that's really powerful. And I think, you know, like a really good way to look at this is like how you want to show up in different areas of your life. So again, to use this as like a practical example, like you said, Millie, you wanted to call in that masculine energy mm-hmm. within a relationship. What I think is really important to note is that not everyone will want that. So we 100. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm the same. Like I know that within my business, I have to have masculine energy that cradles my feminine. Yes, I've got the creativity when, you know, I, I'm I'm channeling spirit, I'm meditating, I'm channeling course ideas, et cetera. But you still have to have that masculine energy yeah. to actually get shit done. Mm-hmm. I have masculine energy within myself, right? Mm-hmm. So when I look at myself emotionally, I, again, that beautiful balance of masculine feminine so I honor that within myself because everything starts within right we've got to know how to take action for ourselves we're going to know how to motivate ourselves we've got to know how to hold ourselves first and foremost before we can expect somebody else to do it but uh, you know Mm -hmm. again tap into that divine feminine the creative etc that passionate Mm. when it comes to that relationship yes we are always both of us going to have a balance of those energies Mm. But ultimately, as an overview, like you said, it's about having that polarity Mm. and what you crave in a relationship. So this isn't about, you know, seeking protection or being held by someone else because we Mm. can't do that within. That's, you know, Mm. this is a given. Like, as Millie said, like, when you do your shadow work, when you dive within, like that, that's a given that it starts within you, right? You've got to learn how to hold yourself, how to protect yourself, how to feel into both of these energies. But when it comes to really interacting with somebody else on that romantic level, you do have to get really clear on how it is that you want to feel in that relationship. And I think for both of us, Millie and I, and as I said, we're speaking for ourselves here, we are both very similar in the way that we like that masculine energy. Like we like someone, you know, we're talking about this before we jumped on, like for a date idea, like my worst nightmare is someone asking me what I want to do. Like, I don't, I don't know one. I'm a Libran. So fucking making a decision is painstaking, but two, I don't, I don't want to make that decision. My feminine wants to be held. I want you Mm. to make that decision. I want you to make the plan and I want to come along for the ride and bring my feminine energy basically. Yeah. Yeah, like that's 100. that's a good example of what we mean about, you know, somebody taking direction in that mm. way. Because the reason why I'm like 
chatting about this is because I feel like there can be a lot of misconception around masculine and feminine energy where mm. it feels like we, a lot of people think the feminine energy is like completely just like going weak at the knees and like surrendering, which is not the case, right? Like I said, starts within, but when you show up in this way, that's what it tangibly looks like when you crave that masculine energy. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And I think it comes back to really honoring yourself and asking no matter how you show up, no matter what behaviors you have, asking yourself, okay, what am I, what, what, what is, what am I craving? Taking mm-hmm. away masculine, feminine, anything, like what am I craving? Mm-hmm. Obviously from a healthy standpoint, like it's, we could get fucking deep into this and it's, you know, there's a fork in the road every five seconds, but like, what are you craving from within? And if you're craving, you know, from another person to, to be held and to have that action and all of the things, then you are essentially craving that masculine energy, whomever that comes from, however that comes from. Obviously there's lots of stuff around, you know, you do your inner work first and you make sure you're not showing up in that toxic feminine or that toxic masculine, because there are aspects of that consistently in life. Mm -hmm. And it does take time. And I think, and I think this is something that isn't spoken about enough. The time it takes to actually sit with yourself. I think we, I love the spiritual realm. We love it with spiritual Queens, but I do think sometimes the toxicity around, you know, all women should be in their divine feminine, all men should be in their divine masculine, which we love, but we are in the 3d. You're going to have episodes where you or periods of life where you're more masculine. You're going to have periods of life where you're more feminine or you're even in your toxic femininity sometimes. We have these triggers. We're in the 3D. So I think it's been super interesting for me to reflect on when I started my journey with how I wanted to show up and how I wanted to feel in a relationship because I was stepping back into that dating realm. It was, what am I craving? Yeah. And if I'm craving that beautiful masculine whomever that comes from, am I, am, am I in my healthy feminine? Yeah. For it to and be that's a cradle. Exactly. Because if you're, if it all comes back to reflection, like I always say, if it's fair enough to say, I want, I want, 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 want. But if you're not in that beautiful polarity to allow that to cradle you, then that's where you start. You always start with you first, mm. never and- with the external. A hundred percent. And this goes into how you feel as well, mm. right? Like I, I know again, Millie, like I'm speaking for you because I know that you've told me this. Yeah, like 100. It, it doesn't feel good when you show up in your masculine. No. Like that to you doesn't feel like a vibe. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking vibes there. There's no, no vibes. There's no vibes. <laughs> but like coming back to how you feel as mm-hmm. well. And I know, again, like uh, that example, like it doesn't feel good to me when I am posed with a decision of what I have to do, like Mm -hmm. in that regard. Like if somebody asks me, what do you want to do on this date? I freeze because that is something that I don't like doing. Like I don't like it. And Mm -hmm. that's my feminine being like, I don't know. I need you to make that decision right now because I don't want to. Can I ask you how? And this is a good question for the queenies that are listening because we've all fucking been here. We're here all the time. Many women that are listening to this will be here. How do you navigate that? Because it's all about putting them in that healthy masculine, right? 
how do I you think how do it you depends on that? like how the conversation's going mm. I will normally put it I will always put it back onto them like I won't mm. pressure myself to make that decision I'm no. like I'm easy would love for you to decide that wording right there what you just said I would love for you to decide done and then balls in their court and if that, they keep fucking around then it's a negative from me and that totally empowers a masculine though right yeah. because what is the and you know what is the healthy masculine there to do for women he just wants to provide and make you happy or make you I don't the word happy but fulfill your needs yeah and like that is just the most beautiful way of putting it back on them like I would love in this moment for you to decide yeah a hundred percent and I think there is I keep wanting to put like little side notes because I feel like there is such tension around like toxic masculinity toxic femininity Mm. like all of the things so guys just keep in mind that we're coming from our point of view oh 100 from a space of like the healthy masculine feminine Mm. and a space of everybody having masculine feminine energy within them Mm. regardless of that gender Mm -hmm. no matter if it's same sex whatever it is there's going to be that polarity with with you and you'll feel naturally what what energy you have more of within you I guess because you'll feel comfortable whereas Mm -hmm. Again, in another example, when I'm in my masculine, I start to feel burnt out if I don't come back to my feminine. Whereas for somebody else, if they're in their feminine, they might start feeling burnt out if they don't come back to their masculine, if that's mm-hmm. their stronger energy. Yeah. So just, I'm just putting lots of side notes because I don't want anybody to come for us. Missy's so cute. She's like, she's just so sweet. Whereas I'm like, you fucking get it. <laughs> you fucking get it. If you come for us, I don't know. I'm a, I'm true Libran guys. I see, I know, we I see love all it. sides and I balance it all up and I weigh everything. It's so let's awesome. chat about newly dating, right? So you've come out of your long-term relationship. You're newly dating. Talk to me about, and you know, we can go back and forward. Talk to me about, you know, post relationship assessment mm-hmm. and how that's changed in your new dating. Has there been things that you've been like, I crave this now or I want this and how you navigate that all the things I fucking love this question because I've been thinking about it lots lately like yeah really been diving into like what I learned from that relationship what Mm -hmm. I took from that relationship what I don't want Mm -hmm. in a relationship and what I do want like it's been really powerful to kind of assess that and not in a way where I'm placing blame or myself or my ex-partner in any way it's just like really looking at the facts straight Mm. facts big facts what do I want to take? What do I want to leave? What is it that I want going forward? And it's actually been really powerful to recognize like behavior on dates that I, I am attracted to, that I'm not attracted to, and also get very clear on what I want to bring to a relationship. Because yes. guys, I think it's really easy when you leave a relationship to want to place the blame on the other person, but take mm-hmm. some fucking self-responsibility. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if this was a non-toxic situation, which in my case, it wasn't. But even if it's toxic, to to an, ex, an extent that's Missy. it gets tricky with like I'm talking about like really excessive toxic yeah. relationships no like, fair enough yes yeah but you know in in a in a standard relationship when that ends I think it can mm-hmm. be really easy to place blame on the other person but like I yeah. said take some fucking self-responsibility yeah takes two to tango 
really does love that Mm -hmm. saying Mm -hmm. and so also recognizing how I showed it up in that relationship and the behaviors that I don't want to carry forward in a new relationship which has been really powerful because you you see these things that you once didn't see and it's like huh that makes sense like my behavior was coming up in this way and it was met with this and blah 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 yeah so it's really about looking at yourself too and thinking, okay, like how how do I want to, one, how do I want to feel when I'm in a relationship? How do I want to feel when I'm dating? Yeah. What are like my standards and what are the standards for myself as well? Yes. So important because again, takes two to tango guys. So you can't just expect all of these things from your dream partner that you want to manifest, that you want to call in. That's amazing. But what the fuck are you doing with yourself to also show up in a way that you'd want to be in a relationship to mirror the way that you want to feel? Because it is, it's a mirror. If you want to feel loved, if you want to feel safe, if you want to feel nurtured, are you doing that for the other person? Are you showing up with integrity for that other person as well? Because yes, as much as you can like fall in love and have this magical moment, even if there's like, obviously love is always going to be the basis of a relationship when hmm. you hope it is anyway. That's st- that doesn't mean that you stop working on it ever. Mm-mm. That doesn't mean that you stop working on yourself, that the other person stops working on themselves and that you stop working together. Like mm-hmm. it's a constant evolution and growth just as you're, you, you yourself are a constant evolution and growth. Yeah. So that's been really interesting. Like just observing what I it is, this. how I'm coming up how they're showing up and how like getting really, really clear on what I want to feel, you know, rather than focusing on like, I just want my dream partner. Well, like, what does that even look like? Like, how do I actually want to feel and getting really clear on what that looks like for you? Not what it looks like for your friends that are already married, not what it looks like for somebody else. Yes. I want to touch on that too Mm. after this, but um, I'm just like, can we just reiterate just one more time? Feel. Yeah. Feel. Not Feel what into it. Instagram shows you, not what Netflix shows you, not what fucking Debbie down the street says. Like you personally, how you want to feel. Yeah. Because just because Debbie down the street likes when she feels thought about when her husband buys her a coffee doesn't mean that that is exactly how it has to show up in your dynamic. Mm. This is your love languages as well. Guys, go do your love languages quiz. We'll leave it in the show notes. Highly recommend yes. so you can understand how you give and receive love. Mm. So what are some things, I guess, for you that you have taken away from previous relationships as a whole that now you're you're looking for in a future partner? I think the biggest thing for me was, I've obviously done a lot of work on my self-worth within yeah. myself, but I wasn't aware how that was playing up in relationships. And it's become abundantly clear that like the bare minimum for other people was like a big deal for me. Yeah. And so I'm getting very used to the bare minimum just being normal and then yeah. like wanting above and beyond that within yeah. myself and with the other person. So that's been really quite um prominent clear communication has been a really big one and like being shown that I'm being thought of um without having to push for that yes and again that comes down to a big 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 self-worth thing like Mm -hmm. I looking at past relationships and we we love my exes they're great send them love for sure good terms yeah but there was always like this And it was a lack of self-worth and an abandonment wound where I felt like I had to push for communication. And I felt like, you know, 
I don't even know how to word it. It was just like this not being thought of. And I just Mm. thought that was normal, I Mm -hmm. guess, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Whereas now I'm like, no, like I want you to think of me, you know, not every second of every day, but like I want those little. You want thoughtfulnesses. I just want some thoughtfulnesses. Yeah. Thoughtfulnesses. Like a little. Moments of thoughtfulness. Like a little good morning. How are you? How'd you sleep? Yes. Perfect example. Right. And again, seems like a bare minimum, but these are things that I'm getting used to having now that I'm experiencing dating after doing a lot of work on my self-worth. And you're open to that, right? I'm open to that. that, So you're, you're showing up like that's, that's my thing. So they give it or they don't. And it's been super interesting dating with like certain things with guys that previously I would have missed some red flags. Whereas mm-hmm. now I'm like, I'm fucking, I see that red flag waving and I'm going in the other direction. Whereas once upon a time I would have been clinging straight on if there was any form of attractiveness. Cause I mm-hmm. would have been so scared of just being on my own. Whereas now I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not here for that, yes. that baggage. Mm-hmm. And guys, I, I'm saying this all with love. Obviously everyone's got this, oh. but I mean like you don't have to settle for it. Yeah. Want that. If someone's not aware that they've even got that shit, like see you later, don't have time for that. So that's been really no. powerful as well as like recognizing certain red flags and being like, mm. bye. Because reflection is key. I think even, you know, with myself, it's, it, it can be real. And like when we, when I say reflection is key, like it can be really fucking painful. Like nobody oh. wants to look through their behavior of dating and have to sit with themselves and be like, absolutely not. Like, it's not fun. It's not fun. So when, when, when we say this, I'm not like, oh my God, it's so easy. Like, just ask yourself what's wrong. Like, no, babes, just look at how you've been turning up. It's fine. No, it fucking like, sucks. No, it fucking sucks. It's uncomfortable. Everybody, your ego is screaming. Like it's, it's all the things, all the things. Okay. But all it's required. Things. But it's required because for me, and especially this new and like newly dating and like coming into all of the things, I feel like for me, and I'm not like, miss, you can agree with this or not. We might be a bit different here, but I subconsciously did not believe that what I wanted could be possible. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, and even in this moment still, I still am think I'm like is this real or is this what like this can't be possible Mm. because you've been navigating that really strongly like this almost like this disbelief of how things are playing out with you right now absolutely so I think in a beautiful way in a beautiful way but super terrifying as well like uncomfortable in a beautiful way like you know obviously gratitude for all the things but quick rundown. I've always been super masculine and possessive. Not, I hate the word possessive, but very like what Missy said, you, I would hold on to people out of fear of being alone. Hmm. So I didn't care about red flags. I didn't, none of the things, right. I had no, I had self-worth, but I don't think I had powerful divine feminine self-worth. I had a very like, I know what I'm worthy of, but I didn't know how to stand in that and honor that part of me. Hmm. I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would be like, oh, I, I know who I am. Like, I know what I deserve. But when it comes to actioning that or mirroring out, like you said, putting that mirror out, that was never what was received. 
when it was met in real life, mm. when it when it wasn't just you, when it was met mm. with, like you said, that mirror, that's when it, yeah. And that was a massive sense. thing because I was like, well, what the fuck? I have this self-worth and I, I know what I deserve and I know these things, but there was a disconnect there. And I was like, why aren't I getting this mirrored back? Like, this is really confusing. And quick recommendation, girls, I want every single one of you bitches to go and buy The Queen's Code by Alison Armstrong. I still haven't read it, guys. Millie keeps getting at me for not reading it. It's on my list. I'm ordering it. It's happening. And when you read this book, you're going to all message us and tell you us what you think. Because this book is, I haven't even finished reading it yet. I'm going to read it 20 times. But it is all about more or less how the masculine and feminine, regardless of gender, it is all about how you honor both. Yeah. Love that. And and it's obviously in the book, it's dated back a little bit, like a few years ago. So they do speak about men and women. But when you read it, I want you to read it as genderless. I want you to read it as just the polarity of the masculine and feminine. And it's been so interesting for me because as I was reading it, it's all about emasculation and object um, and women being objectified or the feminine being objectified. Mm, and it's powerful. just insane guys because every single thing I read I was like I've done that I do that I and and I was just like oh my god and before I even met this person that I've recently been going on dates with I put a little bit of it into play in my workplace in nursing because like what a what a great place full of men full of women like all of the things and it has blown my fucking mind the way that I'm a conscious person, right? I'm a conscious, awake, self-aware human. And I was still showing up in some really objectifying and emasculating ways. Mm. Like I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's super interesting. And this doesn't mean like policing your behavior. Like that's not what we're saying. It's just about becoming aware. And I think, you know, and it comes back to like what I was craving, obviously, I'm really craving this masculine, but my behaviors, well, they were not matching that. Same as my self-worth wasn't matching my mirror, what I got back. So I think recently dating, I have really been aware of, okay, it's nothing to do with them. They're irrelevant. They're, to- they're totally irrelevant. How am I showing up and how am I monitoring like my emotions and my feelings and my triggers and my responsibility? Love that. If that makes sense. Like makes not sense. mirroring out that like insecurity or like not mirroring out that like need to have working with that internally mm-hmm. and watching the external just unfold. Yes. Oh, mic drop moment, Millie. Mic drop moment. Crazy. And I like, and you know, whatever the outcome will be, whatever the outcome is, but For me personally, I have never been in a relationship. And like Missy said, we honor the ex-relationships. We love them. Send them love and light. Live your best life, queen. But I have never had a relationship with someone who allows me to be cradled in my feminine. Mm. Is that their fault? No. Is it my fault for the way that I showed up? Absolutely. We take responsibility. But this recent person I've been seeing has been making me very shockingly uncomfortable just by the pure ability to just be masculine quite naturally and also just be emotionally available as well and just emo- <laughs> literally just emotionally <laughs> available and I'm like 
what's happening? Like I knew I was trying to manifest you, but like what's going on here? Yeah. That's really interesting when we manifest things. And then once we get them, we're like, oh, fuck. Was I ready this for some, that? This is Which we are. Shit. But yeah. it's just different. So it can be a bit of a shock to the system. Mm-hmm. And I think navigating consciously dating in in the divine feminine or in, or in your divine masculine, whichever, for me, it's divine feminine, is it is a really interesting part because my divine feminine she's also a fucking she is a she's a tough bitch yeah don't fuck with her yeah this is what i was saying before divine feminine doesn't mean that you just fucking lay down and no like that's toxic feminine like divine feminine's fiery she's she's there like she's passionate she is think of like goddess energy that's divine feminine energy like it's it's intense it doesn't just mean that you're nurturing and like Mm -mm. you're like this timid thing absolutely Mm -hmm. not like divine feminine energy like it's fucking it's on like when I think of like a self-pleasure practice or how I show up in my divine feminine with Mm -hmm. sex like it's it's on fire like she's fucking there she's there so for me it was all about honoring her without stepping into my toxic masculine honoring her and knowing she's a part of my divine feminine and not making myself feel like when I stepped into her, when she showed up that I was stepping into my masculine by being too much or too forceful or two of the things, you know what I mean? But it's a very difficult thing to step into like consciously dating is, and it's so scary and so uncomfortable, but it's so powerful. Yeah, a hundred percent. See, I think we're in different stages, Mills, because obviously you've been single for a lot longer than I have been. Long time. So yeah. You're dating seriously, I guess. Mm. Whereas I'm having fun. <laughs> Missy's having fun, uh, Queen. Uh, I'm living vicariously through you. Like that doesn't mean that I'm not taking the other person seriously. That's not what I mean. But like mm. I I literally I have no attachment to the outcome. Yeah. I'm just here for the ride. I'm just mm. here literally in fear. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately for the ride. Um oh guys. You know what I mean though? Like it, it, I, I like I said I'm detached from the outcome. I'm just I'm just experiencing mm. it. I'm just I'm just having fun. I'm just going with the motions, going with the flow and just yeah. really being an observer. Whereas I feel like you not that I don't have intention, but I feel like you have a bit more mm. intention behind it. Do you know what sure. I mean? Yes. I don't want to sound sure. callous with the people that I'm going on dates with. Um, cause I, I'm not like, I, you know, I, I genuinely care, but you have, we've just got different, we've got different intentions behind 100, 100%. And I think, um, whether you're, whether you're like Missy L Y B L living your best life, mm-hmm. Or whether you're like me, just kind of going. I feel like I fell into this situation as well. Oh, 1000%. Yeah. And it's just an interesting, it's, an, it's a fucking interesting time. It's it is. Fucking, fucking interesting time. It is an interesting time. But like, that's why we wanted to share it because it, it is an interesting time. And dating is, it's a whole situation, guys. And it, mm. it comes down to like understanding how you want to feel, what you want, knowing that you're worthy of what you want as well. And like not yes. settling for anything less, but also taking self-responsibility with how you're showing up. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a whole situation. One more thing that I want to say as well, that I think is really fucking important. 
please do not feel like you have to be completely healed to also call this in. Oh, I'm so fucking sick of hearing that. Because our healing journey is never ending, y'all. Like, don't take that as, like, discouraging. I think it's Mm. a beautiful thing because it means that we're constantly growing and evolving. Mm. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to wait until you're completely healed and you've moved through all of your shit, you're going to be waiting forever. And, babe, doesn't matter how healed you think you are, someone's going to walk through that door and trigger the fuck out of you. A hundred percent. Because they have their own shit. And like you, that's the whole point of healing. It's moving through and being conscious and awake enough to fucking, I always say everyone brings their backpack. Yes. I'm so happy you brought up the backpack because I think it's everyone's got their backpack, right? Everyone. Yeah. And both backpacks come into the situation. Even if this, and this is a massive thing, even if you're just seeing each other, Mm Hmm. The backpack still comes in. Doesn't matter oh. if you are in a committed relationship or you're just mucking around. There's still the fucking backpack. Yeah. It doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how healed the shit in the backpack is or how organized or put together it is. That shit will still show up. But it's about being aware of what's in your backpack. Mm. I mean, let's talk it, about a few things that we are aware of that we know trigger us or stuff like that and how we work through it. Cause I think that's a really interesting thing. Oh, love this. I, I know that, but not really anymore. I don't know. Codependency was something that I used to mm-hmm. really struggle with. Yeah. I've, I've moved through that in like I've moved through that a lot, yeah. but it's something that I'm still aware of within my mind. Mm-hmm. Also being aware. And I, I love her laugh guys. I wish you could see Missy's face. She goes into like this little back double chin situation. Yeah. I have like six chin. <laughs> like a head sling. She's like, nah. I, I don't really know how this plays out. It's something that I'm aware of and processing and I'm wondering where it stems from, but I'm, I am one of those people that just replies to a message straight away. Like mm. I'm not one of those people that will like read a message. Yes. When I'm talking to someone and like just leave it for days. So again, communication is like a big thing for me, but I'm also aware that not everyone is like that. Yes. So that's been a an interesting one where mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I just, I just reply. I know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mean like not reply for like days, but I, I'm trying to think what I mean by this. Like you, and this comes back to the whole, you know, it's kind of like games, right? Like that isn't a thing in your realm. Like you reply. Yeah. Like the whole idea, Millie and I talk about this, like when people are like, oh, like they've messaged you now it's your, like, I, I don't get it. I just don't, yeah. that's not in my scope. I'm like, if I want to message you, I'm going to message you. Yeah. And so that's, that's and this comes back to not, and like, guys, look at me. I'm like, listen to me. Listen, I have little Popeye. Um, please be really aware of who you ask for advice. Oh, this yes. whole thing, this whole thing comes back into fucking play, right? Like this whole thing comes back into play when you were dating someone and you're calling every Tom, Dick and Harry in your phone. And someone saying, don't do this. I don't think you should do this. I think you should say this. I think you should do this. I think you should do a backflip. It's fucking exhausting. Stop with the asking. Start with the feeling. Yes. Yes. Stop asking what everyone else, what the fuck you should do. And ask ask yourself, what, what the fuck do you want to do, bitch? Yeah. And the thing is, what we do, right, is like, 
for a perfect example, me, I have a huge abandonment fear, right? This huge fear of rejection, this huge fear of this, which I've, I've worked through, but is it still there? Yes, of course it is. We're fucking human. Still got my backpack. It's rather large. The billabong one from like primary <laughs> school. There's really like 10 pocket big ones. Each pocket's got a different issue. But don't ask people for opinions on things that you know. Scan your body. Like for me, I'm like, okay, I've not heard from this person. What, like, what, um, okay, right. I know that that's my own shit coming up. What is the point of calling up Sally and saying, Sally, I've not heard from this guy, right, right, right. And then her flicking off all these reasons why that person hasn't messaged me. Yeah. Like one, they're probably at work and they're fucking busy for starters. Mm. To- Support yourself through that. Work through that. Um, and I'm definitely like, I tell Missy everything, right, guys? Like I have people that I go to, obviously, but you don't go to everyone. Mm. I only really talk to you and like one other friend mm, about same. this. Same. Um, but yeah, I think that's really powerful. It's just like, I, yeah, like, don't feel like you have to play a game. Oh, no. No. Because it's exhausting no. and it just feels yucky. And yeah, just no games. I fucking hate the games. I can't, I just am not, I was not created for the games. Yeah, nor nor was I. I've just thought of another thing that is really potent for me in relationships yeah. that I'm aware of. Tell us. My not emotionally going to them for support in the way, mm. hear me out. Obviously mm. you want to have emotional support from your partner, yep, but yep. I mean, as soon as something stressful, sad, whatever it is, yes. not going immediately to that person and mm-hmm. asking for that support, sitting with myself first has been oh, really yes. powerful because I used to do that. And I actually messaged Angus and I was like, bruh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that I used to do this to you. Like if something happened, yeah. if I was stressed, if I was having a bad day, I, I'd immediately just call and like dump my shit on him. Not healthy. Mm. Learn how to process your own fucking emotions in your own time. Yeah. Move through it. Obviously there's going to be extenuating circumstances in life where you do want emotional support from someone, but that doesn't mean that you run to them for every little thing. That's been really powerful. Stepping into my own emotional support for myself and not I going to someone very. to fix my problems. That is a huge one for me that I'm very, very fucking aware of. Mic drop. Boom. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just burying it all today. Yeah, but we love this because everyone's going to be listening and being like, I fucking feel this. Yeah. The whole point of this podcast. We're not perfect. And I think a massive one for me that so many women will relate to is that I can be a super passive aggressive bitch <laughs> if I'm uncomfortable. And I get very easily triggered when I, and I'm someone who can take things the wrong way very easily, especially off men. Mm. So a massive thing for me has been to chill the fuck out. If I'm around a guy and they say something or they're trying to joke or be flirty, stop. For me, it's been not taking everything they say and making a delusion in my mind. You and I are so different with this one because this mm. is one of mine. I can be a bit of a fucking doormat if I'm being honest. Like I'm too chilled. <laughs> See, I am not. I can be real quite feisty and like a little bit like snap back. Mm. Whereas I'm like, stop that. Like that is that is ugly because Biddy, like he probably mean he's probably, this happens and it used to happen to me all the time. People would be like, oh, he's trying to flirt with you. And I was like, ew, no. And 
like this, I'm just so like fucking back off, get away from my wall of China, fucking <laughs> high. Whereas I've had to really be like, no, everyone. It's like, it's like innocent until proven guilty, right? Mm. And this goes in as well. Like we're talking about proper playfulness and like not someone being a dick. Exactly. Cause like, and, and it comes back to like, if you can't take it, don't give it. And I, I'm a very, I'm very good at giving the sarcasm and like the little underarm fucking jabs, but then I was never good at taking it. So funny. That's a massive thing for me. But I think like knowing your things, like knowing what's in your backpack. Yeah, it comes down to that. Guys, know what the fuck is in your backpack. Know what's in your lunchbox, your snack pack, what you're bringing. Your pencil case. What are you bringing to the table? Like, what are you bringing and own it? Just be like, these are my fucking things. Like, I think it's super attractive when someone's like, this is my, this is my stuff. This is in my backpack. Obviously not all at once. Cause like I'd probably scare away every guy I was ever with. If I was like, right, let's go through the backpack list. This is my abandonment wound. <laughs> this, this is, is my rejection wound. <laughs> <laughs> this is my insecurities. But like just knowing, and like if someone does something that makes you feel really uncomfortable, it's totally okay to just be like, that's a trigger. The communication. Yeah. Communicate it. Like none of these fucking games, none of sitting on it for three weeks and then it, becoming a thing and making a delusion out of in your mind, which is what I do about what they meant by what they said, Mm -hmm. instead of just being like, they just said what they said. Yeah. Okay. Guys, let's just all be fucking adults. (laughs) I know it's fucking hard though, bitch. It is. We've all got our shit. It's so difficult, but I think I love it. You go. Do you know what though? I want to finish because this is positive, right? We're self-aware, but Mm. what's something beautiful that you bring to a relationship Millie oh my god so many things um I think I'm funny as fuck which is funny as fuck like I think I'm a funny as fuck um but I think I just bring like I would just love you until you're dead (laughs) like if I love you I will just fucking I will just smother you in love it's in a healthy smothering way. It's in a healthy true. way. Yeah. Like I think if I, I think I'm the kind of person like when I love, I just love. You show it. You're not a, like, if you mm. love someone, you're going to tell them, which I can vouch for. It's 11, 11, as we say that. Oh love God, that love for that. us. Yeah. Because honestly, like at the end of every voice note, I feel like you and I, like Millie and I will tell each other, we love each other about 50 times a day. Yeah. I just think it's so important. And I think that's a massive thing I bring. I think I'm funny. Look at Missy's like, what, what's one thing? I'm like, I'm funny. I will no, love I'm you until you're it. dead. I think, um, I think I'm, su- I, I think I'm super easy to communicate with. Mm. I'm not sure if men would agree with that. Certain men, because I think I can be like quite straight up. But within yourself, you, you communicate. Yeah. So I think they're probably like my main three. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just always down for a good time. Like adventure city. Yeah, love that. We love that. What about you? Tell me what you bring to a relationship because I know there's so many. Okay. I'm very nurturing. Yes. Very, very nurturing. I'm the same. Like if I love you, you will know about it. Yeah. Man, woman, friend, family. Mm-hmm. Like it is abundantly clear if I have love for you. Yeah. Um, Very nurturing. Will always like want to, you know, not take care of you because we're not about that but like I I care for people like Mm. I really 
care for people. Um, I'm also, guys, <laughs> I also think I'm great in bed. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm not being in bed with you, but I just know you would be great in bed. I'm just not like technique wise. I'm just really sexually aware. I think yes, is how I would that. word that. Like, fuck me. Like, fuck knows if my technique's great. I mean, haven't had but any But you know what? Technique Technique is 10%. Like, I just Energy's feel like 90. I really show up in my sexual self. Mm, I fucking love that. And I love that part of myself. I really do. I love that. So that's the vibe. We love that. What is, um? it just came to my mind and then it just left and I really wanted to fucking ask you that question and now it's left my mind and I'm fucking furious about it. It's gone. It's gone. Isn't that so annoying? Yeah, we hate when that happens. But ultimately, guys, we wanted to chat about this to help you in some way. We hope we've Mm. enlightened you. We hope we've made you laugh. Maybe think about a few things. Yes. You know, just get the thought processes happening. One, and you know what, guys? One thing I'm just going to say from my point of view at the moment, when what you want is showing up, please don't self-sabotage it. Mm. Sit with Being, it. Become aware that you're about to self-sabotage. Let mm. yourself process. Mm-hmm. Go from there. Yes, Queenie. And we here. We, we fucking here, Queens. If you need, send us a DM. Hit us up. This has been a really fucking long episode. So has it? how long have we been talking for? I don't know, probably about an hour. So we hope you guys, if you're still here, you're the real yeah, one. Let us you're know. MVP. I wish we could give you a discount code for something, but we can't. Yeah. But we love you. Just know <laughs> that we love, love you. you and we're grateful for you. Please share the episode, guys. Share if you loved it, share app. the episode. Tag us. Yeah. We're, we're the, here. We're back. Do all the things, please. Do all the things. But we'll mm-hmm. see you next week. We have love for you. Thanks yeah. for being here. You're a real one. We'll see you next love week. Love you. See you next week. Bye.